So do you remember our texts right after um, How I Met Your Mother ended? Yeah, about how people were super pissed off. Yeah, I asked you, um, what did you think about the finale? Because half of the people were pissed off, half the people loved it. And I literally was like, this might put a dent in our friendship. I don't know. Like <laughs> We've been so on point with each other. And then I texted you and asked you what you thought. And you just responded, sad, but perfect. And I was like, there it is. There it is. And I just found this in my Google Photos. It might be, let me turn down the brightness. I found this in my Google Photos, which let me put the sound on. If you've never watched How I Met Your Mother, please start with episode one. Go all the way through. It's the most perfect ending in the world. That was oh like, my god. That was like a Snapchat wow. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not embarrassing at all. Hey, I'm proud. You know me. I'm the person who's going to be like, yo, Chance, I just cried during the movie. It was the best. <laughs> um, all right. So, introduce yourself for all the peoples. All right. Um,. I am Chance Warren, a.k.a. Chance the Closer. I'm a producer, music producer. Um, I also own 82 Acres in Bumble, Oregon. And uh, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a DJ music producer. You can find all your information about me at chancetocloser.com. All my music is on there. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. You can get a, there's a really dope Pandora station that plays like Marshmallow and Alan Walker um, that just Pandora, just search Chance Closer. Just go on Google, type in Chance Closer. I'm like the first 10 things to pop up. You can put his music in your Instagram stories. I've done that plenty of times. Yeah. You can have to do that. You uh, search Chance Closer in the music tab. So my uh, music is everywhere. And I've released uh, this year, um, I released four albums and I think five singles. So Holy shit. Put down content. I got a new, see, I have a new, um, I'm working on my next album. It's going to be bigger than my last ones. I'm just kind of shopping it around before I might. I might put it out there, but I'm trying to shop it around with a few um, studios before I independently release. Nice. So, yeah. all right, let's get into the episode. Uh, this is the Movies Are Dope podcast, because I think movies are dope, and I think you think movies are dope. So we're going to yeah, talk about movies, but not dope. <laughs> um so this week's thing is mainly Spider-Man. Did you hear the news about Spider-Man that happened like two days ago? Uh, no, two days ago I was driving through California. So, I mean, I, they, did they release a trailer for Spider-Man in the universe during the Spider-Verse 2? They put like a little tiny clip announcing the release date, which is April 8th, 2022. Which prompted me to quote tweet it and say three best movies of 2018: Blind Spotting, which is co-written and co-acted by David Diggs and Raphael Casal. That's important for later. But I, was, I said the three best were Blind Spotting, Into the Spider Verse, and Mission Impossible: Fallout. And I predicted three best movies of 2022. Whatever David Diggs and Raphael uh, Casal do. Oh, 
whatever yeah. they've got releasing that year. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse 2 and Mission Impossible 8. And then I tagged the other people involved, like, looking forward to it, Chris Miller, Philip Lord, uh, you as well, Christopher McQuarrie. Tiny little thing, like, probably 2 in the morning, some just little quote, no one was going to ever see it, still has only 8 likes. But then, Christopher McQuarrie, the director of the last two Mission Impossibles, the next two Mission Impossibles, uh, responded, no pressure, folks. And then... Uh, Raphael from Blind Spotting was like, "We got this." Then a producer of uh, Blind Spotting responded mm-hmm. and said, "It's not too late to put Rafa and David in both Spider Verse Two and Mission Impossible Eight. Just saying, <laughs> and then it, keep, it just keeps going." And then some other guy named Raphael Motomayor, he's he's not verified, so I think he's just a fan. He said, "Animated Mission Impossible movie with surprise cameos by Miles Boom." Two billion dollars global box office highs Academy Awards win with Titanic. You're welcome, and that got me started. I was like, "Holy shit!" The IMF is the only live action part of this movie. Tom Cruise still does his real stunts. You can have the backgrounds flickering to show that it's an actual like helicopter stunt or whatever. <laughs> then you Looney Tunes style put in Spider Verse and all this other Whoa. shit, and have the guys from Blind Spotting, uh, and then. Philip Lord responds, he said, should we put a writer's room together, or put a, should we put together a room, where's Akiva Goldman at, to which I respond, don't play with my heart, I know this is impossible, (laughs) but if anyone's a secret IMF agent, it's you, Philip, and he likes that, and then Akiva Goldsman comes in and says, here, and I'm like, holy shit, like, all of you are, like, freaking me, I know this is impossible, but stop teasing me, and all this stuff always happens at like one, two, three in the yeah. morning. But that was just my exciting thing like two days ago. That went on for, it's still kind of going on. But like literally every single person from that and Chris Miller liked a few things. David uh, Diggs came in and liked a couple of things. I was like, geez, this is not, this is no not some viral thing, but I've got literally five to six big hitters. <laughs> in Hollywood who have like $800,000 movies minus blind spotting. Uh, but that one was the best movie of the last 10 years. Um, coming out, I was like, all these movies will be tattoos one day. I already have fallout on there, but, um, that was my cool thing that made me start thinking about Spider-Man. And, uh, I've had this pitch for Spider-Man home three, whatever it's going to be for a while but i haven't actually made a video so we can get into that but what did you think about spider-man far from home and spider-man into the spider-verse personally um i love both of them um spider-man into the spider-verse was really dope i'm just i don't know where they where they go from there like are they going to continue that other universes interacting or are they going to make it more like a like your local neighborhood Spider-Man built in that world with, with those en- with enemies within that. Um, so that was just the, just my like cliffhanger at the end of that one. Um, Far From Home, I thought was also amazing. Um, I, I, uh, was Mysterio always built that way though? Is that a kind of dip, like a... In what way? Like, was he old? I don't really, I don't really, I haven't really dove into the comics, but all I remember about him was from, like, the TV show, like, back in the day, and I don't remember him being a complete fraud. 
He, um, I'm having some real powers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as I know, his original origin story was he was a special effects guy who got fired and he went a little crazy and he then, I think he just became a villain. He never said he was like a hero or anything, but he's used those powers yeah. to frame Spider-Man. The one episode I remember from the TV show was a Spider-Man guy came in, robbed like a bank or a vault or a, a art place or something, and Peter found that the webs did not dissolve. So that was his yeah. hint, and he found out it was Mysterio. So he's always been tricky, but I don't think he ever had real powers. Real he powers. used his skills in special effects, which now today has turned into skills and visual effects to all the visual effects artists. I appreciate you. And I know the difference, <laughs> um, but that's, that's as far. I, I'm sure there's some comics somewhere, but I don't remember any time. Nothing I've seen has had him pretend to be a hero first. Yeah. So it was an update and difference to the story. But the other thing that I really like is the was it the spider monkey or what was it the what was his black monkey? What was the name of his? What was the name of the? It was spider monkey. Spider monkey. Or no, night Wait. monkey. Night monkey. Night monkey. That was it. Night monkey. <laughs> night monkey. Like I feel like they could do a whole other. They could spin that off into a whole other. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, so all I know from today's, there was some report today that said that Spider-Verse 2 will have Spider-Man 2099, which is the person you saw at the end with the time travel and the Iron Spider, which I thought was interesting because like the Iron Spider theoretically is still in the MCU and, uh, I'm so happy that they worked that out. That was like heartbreaking and that was my pitch had... If this whole, uh, they could even do a crossover. Yeah. Because Sony owns, Sony still owns Spider-Man, Spider-Man mm. right? Or a version. Like, how did that, how did all that break down? Like, what, who owns what now? So, so far, Sony all still owns everything. If a movie could do over a billion dollars, I believe, Disney could bring the negotiating back. So that's why they asked for the 50%. And they also wanted to uh, co-produce and co-finance and get 50% of the profits of everything. Venom, Spider-Verse. So, so Venom is Sony too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now, as far as I know, they're getting 25% of the Spider-Man 3, Home 3, whatever it is. And Spider-Man is showing up again in another Marvel movie, Probably not an Avengers movie for because they're not going to have one of those for a bit. But that's it. And Spider Verse is still independent, and so was far Venom from is home still Sony? independent. Was, was far from home Sony or shockingly Marvel? just Sony? Far from home was just Sony. Just Sony. But the ringer is wow. that it, it didn't was feel like it was Sony. It felt like it was. Quick interruption. I needed to correct something you asked on the podcast was far from home only sony and for some reason i kept thinking you were asking is spider-verse only sony so that's what i was saying yes to far from home was a collaboration mainly led by disney but with some collaboration with sony but that's all i needed to correct that that's literally it i was i was listening and i was like 
<laughs> I don't know why you literally asked multiple times is far from home only Sony and I was like yes <laughs> I know <laughs> but I was like I can put this in so I am I'll tell you exactly why it didn't feel like it was Sony it's because it was uh Lord and Miller those geniuses who uh <laughs> Lucasfilm fired off Solo. They did 2122 Jump Street, Lego Movie, produced the other ones, did Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs. They're geniuses. So their talent overrode the habit of Sony executives. And um, who's the who's the guy that keeps messing with the, the Sony movies? He's been producing it since, like, Avi Arad. <laughs> their talent overrode Avi Arad's desire to, we need toys. Yeah. Um, so that's why that was so great. I put it to them and the three directors they worked with. There were five people in that kitchen and they all compliment each other, which is shocking. Yeah. So could they do a, uh, Venom Spider-Man crossover? There was actually going to be a Tom Holland cameo in Venom, in Venom? but Marvel Disney axed that. So they, I guess they uh, still have control over it enough as long as he's in the MCU. But I could see this then being the end of the deal, like this next Spider-Man movie and his next cameo in another movie. And then, like me saying the Tom Cruise live action was kind of jokey, but if Philip Lord and uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller did it. I could actually see Tom Holland showing up in the animated Spider-Verse movie. They'd be like, add yeah. live action. That would be cool. Yeah. That he, would be very cool. He also... Um, would, what barriers would that break of Marvel? I mean, it like, doesn't... Is there none? Because the multiverse is a thing. Yeah. Within Marvel, it's a thing. So, right? so at By this way, point... Side note on that, just a little... Just, I just want to do a little fun real quick. If you type in multiverseofmadness.com, just do that. <laughs> uh, because I own that and it's all me so, which is the new Doctor Strange movie but whatever anyways Tom Holland was also going to have a cameo in Spider-Verse like a little just his voice not him as Spider-Man just him walking by and be like hey kid but that didn't come together for some reason but so theoretically if they had stayed divorced Sony could still make another Spider-Man movie they could just not they just wouldn't be able to say stuff like Iron Man or have happy in it, yeah. things like that. So theoretically, once the deal's done, as long as they don't have him come in with an Iron Man t-shirt on, they could do whatever they want with Tom Holland. Okay. So another thing about so would they do what? So would they do a Venom? Or is that the plan? Is the Venom eventually going to meet up with Spider-Man? Because Venom is in San Francisco now, right? What's that's what that one was, that what what did you ask that's what that, venom was based in san francisco this time around wasn't it <clears throat> i think so um yeah. sony's been in new york sony's been so, pushing for it but i didn't even think of that good good catch yeah. sony's been pushing for that but disney's like eh, venom was i venom, venom too dark to interact with that spider-man i just think venom wasn't good enough <laughs> I think, Did you not like Venom? It was all you didn't right. Like Venom? It it felt I love Venom, dude. it felt like the pilot episode of The Flash. 
I was like, all right. The CW pilot episode of The Flash? That's how I walked I out. Was, I like I the, the CW Flash. Flash. But I walked out like, yeah, I I could watch... I have a Zoom jacket somewhere. I was like, I could watch nine more episodes of this (coughs) movie-length TV show. I could do that. As as long as I have my AMC A-list, I'm not going to pay full price for it. So it felt like a TV TV show pilot to you? It felt almost exactly like that first episode of The Flash. That first episode of The Flash was very light. Like every... It didn't feel like there was a lot. It didn't feel if like. So are you excited? Are you excited for Carnage? Woody Harrelson's gonna kill it, but it really needs to not be a mess. I do have hope because Lord and Miller also got hired to produce like five Spider-Man TV shows for Sony, and they got like a eight or nine figure deal. Like, think about that. Yeah. Like, they got 10 to, minimum 10 to $100 million to do the TV shows. So if they, if they're not like, yo, you want to like, vent them to it a little bit, I would be shocked, you know, because they're, they're yeah. all Spider-Man now. Um what, weren't they going to build? Uh, doesn't Spider-Man have a like vampire villain that they were going to build a show around or a, t- or a movie around? They've had a movie with Jared Leto, uh, which is Morbius the Living Vampire. Yeah. Which I don't know. Like uh, Jared Leto hasn't been having good luck with Joker. I haven't heard any new updates about Morbius, and honestly, like. He's not showing up in Suicide Squad 2 probably because years ago James Gunn, who's writing and directing that, called him out for um, kind of being a child predator online. Jared Leto? Yeah, someone said something like, so have you uh, DM'd all my friends who are 18? (laughs) <laughs> like actresses wow. and then James Gunn came in and was like oh he stops really he stops at 18 <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah so there was a little it was very vague very and before yeah. Weinstein I think but it was like it was established that age might not be a number to Jared Leto <laughs> so well I mean we both we, we both lived in LA. There were there were rumors flying around about big name people all over the place. I literally I wasn't close enough to touch any of those rumors. I have no idea. Did you you haven't heard about like Leo or any of that stuff? Okay. No. But I don't know. I don't want to like like I know who killed Tupac too, but I don't want to break like those stories. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crazy. I love it. <laughs> you really haven't heard about Leo or any of that stuff, about how he has like parties with girls lined up or anything? Every like, every time someone would be like, I hate the seedy underbelly of L.A., I was like, man, I never saw that. I have yeah. no idea. And I was only there for six months, so. Oh, that's true. I was there for seven years, so maybe it was just... You know, being around in that yeah. moment for a and, and I was much less inclined to like clubs and parties and like social, not socializing, networking. 
you're much yeah. better at those things. So I'm not yeah. if there are credible rumors, I wouldn't be surprised that you are the person to get at those rumors <laughs> <laughs> more I, than I, me. I need, I need some people who do some people who need some people. I need it to be on Twitter for me to know it. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really, I don't really touch Twitter that often. I don't know. Not without permission. Yeah. Yeah. I, you got to get consent before you touch Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, I also own Twitter2.com if anyone wants to buy that. <laughs> All right. Spider-Man. <laughs> Back to Spidey. So what did you think of that twist at the end of Far From Home? And do you have anything that you hope for the next movie? Because I had stuff like immediately coming out of that theater the first time. What, and I'll get to it. What what twist? The the reveal his re, the reveal of his identity. Oh oh when when yeah when homeboy when I completely forgot about that man. When, <laughs> uh, the original the original guy from the original Spider Man was was the one who. Uh, JJ. J K Simmons J Jonah Jameson. Yeah yeah when when that I thought that was it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting now that the whole fucking world knows and he's the bad yeah. guy. That's the thing, or he's not the bad guy, but... He's but Alex Jones. Really big, that was another big part of the show, uh, the animated series, was there was, a, like, a large, large section where the public wasn't behind, wasn't for Spider-Man. They were, like, against him. And, and I so, believe J. Jonah Jameson is responsible for Scorpion existing ever. Yeah? Like, he was part of Scorpion's origin story. <laughs> um, so I think in the comics he he was the person who like maybe exonerated Mac Gargan and, and got him in the he 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 is the reason that Mac Gargan got in a Scorpion outfit. Yeah, which I've okay. heard was a weird story, but I've never read it, so I don't know. So now that the, now that the public has turned against Spider Man, mm-hmm. have they though? We don't really know. We don't know, but. I'm, what do you think? Call your shot. Um, and you have the benefit of being very general because I got like my 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 thing is stupid. <laughs> Mine's a lot. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be. It all depends on who the big bad is gonna be on next one, right? Because if the big bad is someone who could turn the public against, like the, the whoever they choose, do you know who is gonna be the big bad in the next one? I've heard who the director likes, but you never know if it's real. You know, like, when Anna Kendrick was asked what character would she like to play in a Marvel movie, she just told the name of a character her brother introduced her to, Squirrel Girl, because she was like, well, that's small enough, no one will care, and then that shit blew up. (laughs) She just gave it as a non-answer. So I'll tell you somebody after you're done talking, but actually, it'll it'll be in my pitch. Public knowing, the public knowing, like it depends on who the bad guy is and how they spin that story. Because the bad guy could be someone who's very public facing and who turns the public against Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man has to both counter the public and the bad guy. Or the bad guy could be so bad that it, that the public gets behind him, which eventually is what's probably going to happen. Yeah, um, it's you know it's like he proves that he's the hero that the city needs. Um, but it all depends on who the big bad is. Well, he let's let's slow down. He's not Batman. The hero of the city needs. Okay. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they're kind of doing, man. That's kind of what they do. It's the same thing. Yeah. Hopefully the hero. 
I'll be the I'll be the I'll be the I'll be the spider you want, not the spider you hit with your fly swatter. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right. So, what do you think? All right, let's get into it. I've got notes. I tried typing them all out before this, and I'm only halfway through. Okay. <laughs> I just pulled my touchscreen down four times to get to the top of this, so this is going to be a big one. I started typing this to a buddy of mine, Cody, so I'm going to say the same thing I said in the message to him. All right, people, let's do this one last time, just as a Spider-Verse reference. Nothing to do with it, but... As soon as I left the theater, I knew I wanted this scene. I want the first scene of the movie to be the complete scene after we cut to credits in Spider-Man Homecoming. When Spider-Man Homecoming ended and Aunt May went, what the... Yeah. Kevin Feige and the director, I believe, maybe even said... uh, yeah, the, the issue where they sit down and have the heart-to-heart is a favorite of mine, so I've always wanted to see that, so we kind of set that up. And then we didn't get that in this film. So, but considering that it's all about his identity being out there, I think this would be a great place to have it. So first scene is that heart-to-heart, where it's very emotional. They have a discussion argument. It ends with her understanding why he's doing what he's doing and having confidence in him, though at that point... It's on a very short leash. She's like, you can only vigilante from four to five every day and only if your homework's done. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, you can fill in the blank of how chill she is in Spider-Man Far From Home. That was a big thing people had a problem with. And I think this solves that. And I'm not, I don't even want it in there to solve it. I just want that scene. But side benefit, it solves it. Then we cut to the classic Marvel logo and we hear audio of Nick Fury in an interview. And he's like, this kid? That is not Spider-Man. The identity is Sp- of Spider-Man is classified, but it sure as hell is not that kid. And the credits end and we see the tail end of the interview. But because of all you conspiracy theory mother bleepers, I have to waste resources having two of my men protect the twerp. Thank you for that. Maybe he does like a I thing. Just to be okay. And then that freezes. And we pull out and you see that it's a clip on the dailybugle.net with J. Jonah Jameson. And he's screaming conspiracy. Alex Jones says, like, more lies from the cis liberal government covering up the crooked superhero who kills real heroes like Mysterio and locks up innocents like Matt Gargan. Then a picture of uh, Michael Mando, the guy who was Scorpion in the first one, comes up. And he's going, I've seen the papers. I didn't want to believe it folks but i've got the proof right here spider-man is a and then it cuts and we see peter going into school he's just crossing the threshold uh the two sword agents i'm going to call them sword agents because i think that's what nick fury's going towards now it's not shield anymore but it's dimitri the quiet guy with the beard and another agent named eric who's played by stifler like that guy, yeah. So they're they're outside. Peter goes in. Why uh, uh You'll find out later. It's kind of okay. you know. It's kind of well, Dimitri's very quiet. The other guy is kind of funny. You know, it's a nice balance. Oh, yeah. Um, he goes in, and then 
or after a moment, Peter musters the courage to go inside. He's immediately getting stares and whispers. Uh, a taller kid that you don't really see. Like, he's literally tall enough that it's, like, cutting off. He's just like, hey, you're Spider-Man, uh, right? And then Flash shoves his phone in his face. And he's like, uh, uh, Spidey, is it true? You're a supervillain? Flash bomb boss? No, man. And the taller kid's going, I know you're a good guy. Just admit you're Spider-Man. Like, we need your help. I need your help. Uh, Flash goes, I knew you were Spider-Man the whole time, but I swear, Flash Mob, I didn't know he was a terrorist. I didn't think that. Uh, and Peter's getting overwhelmed. And then the tall kid, who he's been ignoring, pushes him into the lockers. So we start getting, like, flashbacks to the first Raimi movie when Flash Thompson is beating him up. And... Peter spins around, sees the punch coming. It's not quite that, like, you see a spitball through the air and a fly. uh, But he sees it, and then instead of dodging, he takes a beat, and he actually takes the punch right to the face. Oh, because he knows. So you can do a shot of him, like, looking at it, like Matrix style, where it slows down. Yeah. Looking at it and being like, okay, and then he takes it? Yeah, he takes it. uh, And he falls down. And yeah. the guy's like kind of shocked. He's like, "Why, why, why don't you tell the truth? Like, don't pay, take a beating. Just tell the truth." And then Flash and the crowd are going crazy. Yeah. Uh, the tall kid like winds up again, but then from one end of the hall, from one hallway, MJ's like coming up, like trying to intervene. And the other Ned's coming up, and Ned gets there first, tries to like grab the tall guy, but the tall guy actually sees, and he like does this like quick kind of comical flip of him like he he just goes oh like rolls him over and he flips but ned hits mj like mid-air and smashes her against the wall and falls down and then like peter is fucking pissed you see him like spider man up a little bit like coming up like he's gonna take this guy and then mj just puts up her hand like stop like she's hurt She's really hurt, and she tells him to stop, and you just see him, like, crack, even more than he did when he took that punch. And you see him just slip back down, and he is on the verge of tears. Like, he's powerless. He can't kick this guy's ass as much as he wants to. And then Dimitri and Eric come and stop the fight, the sword agents, and... The kid who punched him and saw that he threw Ned into MJ is, like, apologetic. He, like, runs into the crowd. Uh, And then we cut to the principal's office that we saw in the first film. And Peter is getting suspended. The other kid's going to get suspended, too, but they can't find him yet. And the teacher basically... Peter didn't do anything. Why is he getting suspended? Well, the teacher's saying he knows he didn't do anything, but this is going to continue as long as he's there. So... He he's using the excuse for that he was safety. for their own safety, safety of the school. He's using the excuse that he was involved in the fight, and yeah. he's that you can kind of tell that he knows he's Spider Man, like he's giving him some respect, and he knows he's yeah. not a bad guy, but he's just like this shit needs to get sorted out before you come back to school because it's if this this was five minutes in. What's going to happen next? And then we cut to a different scene. Remember how Jay Jones was like, he is, and then it cut, and it cuts yeah. to him saying, a menace, but he is somewhere else. It's just J. Jonah Jameson, 
uh, Mayor Thompson, this is Flash's mom. Remember when he's like, mother couldn't make it? So the mayor is Flash Thompson's mom. And then, uh, let me see. And there's a Wakandan scientist being played by Idris Elba at the prison. And, they, and they're at the prison getting Matt Gargan, Scorpion, released from jail. And Vulture's also being brought out. And Mayor Thompson says, uh, good, like she's shaking Mac Gargan's hand. She sees Vulture and she says, great news, Mr. Toombs. You're being released from prison after new evidence shows that the villain Spider-Man wrongfully sent you here. And he pauses and he just goes, nah, I did those things. I'm going back to my cell, and he turns to the guard and says, take, take me back to my cell. He doesn't want to get released. And, uh... Michael Keaton? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... I can see that. That's a good scene. And she goes, uh... Mr. Toombs, you must realize what an opportunity this is. And she, he just goes, not interested, lady. You ain't got dirt under your fingernails, and I don't trust nobody with hands as clean as yours. Guard, take me back to my cell. And Idris Elba's uh, Wakandan character comes in and he's like, uh, if I may, we are assembling a team. He's got a Wakandan accent. A team to capture the criminal Spider-Man. Perhaps you're interested in the members we have already assembled. Uh, Allow me. And he opens a file folder and says, this man, uh, his whole body sustained burns from the second battle of New York. That's what they're calling the third act of Endgame, the second battle of New York. And uh, Spider-Man didn't save him. Here's another member. Her suit has many features I personally designed. I can do the same with your suit. Uh, I do hope you reconsider or you can return to your cell. No hard feelings. And he just goes, yeah, I've reconsidered. You've got me. I'm in. And we jump to Aunt May's house. Uh, it's her, Happy, Peter, MJ, Ned, and Dimitri, and Eric. And they're going through a few do's and don'ts. May's more concerned than she was in the last film. Uh, she's not as manic as she was in Homecoming after Tony took the suit away, but you can tell Peter's struggle is taking a toll on her. And they go through the do's and don'ts. He can't fight crime, he can't leave the house alone. Kids are always welcome, but they need permission from their parents, considering that there are a couple paparazzi, paparazzo uh, outside, and the sword agents will be nearby at all times. Uh, After that, Amy tries to cut the tension by having everyone sing on a crappy karaoke machine, and you see a clip of Dimitri, who, if you didn't know... A lot of people were like, is this the chameleon? Is this the villain, the chameleon? And you see him singing the song, Come a, come a, come a, come a, come a, chameleon. <laughs> it is like very, like, non-emotional face. <laughs> yeah. And we get a few specific interactions. Uh, Aunt May welcomes MJ by hugging her, saying, like, saying since... Peter gushed about going on a date with her, and this makes MJ uncomfortable, and it makes her even more uncomfortable because Aunt May puts too much pressure on their short date by saying, like, he's really going to need you right now. You and Ned, 
because you're his friends. <laughs> and, like, she kind of backpedals. Uh, and then Ned talks to Happy, and Ned's like, Peter's going to be all right, right? And Happy just goes, I don't know. He might go to jail. I'm really freaking out here. And that just, like, you cut to, like, Ned's, like, freaked out face. <laughs> like, yeah. He's not comforting him at all. Happy says that he needs to keep his distance from Aunt May and Peter uh, because Iron Man's head of security hanging around the kid who's not Spider-Man would look suspicious. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's clear that Aunt May is taking the relationship more serious than she was in the last film. So this is like messing with them too. And then we jump forward a little bit and Ned and MJ are waiting in Peter's room. And Ned goes, this is so nuts, right? And MJ goes, yeah, something doesn't feel right. And he just goes, you know, I was uh, tranked by Nick Fury once. (laughs) And then we go outside uh, Peter's room. Yeah. Peter's going about to go in his room, but Dimitri stops him. And it's actually kind of a heartfelt moment where Dimitri's trying to comfort Peter, like strangely, something to, to the tune of like, hey, I'm like, I'm sorry, kid. Uh, it's really tough. We're doing everything we can to put the genie back in the bottle and we'll keep you out of jail. And it's kind of like he's a fan. Like uh-huh. it's more, it's a little more warm than last time. Kind of like Coulson with Captain America. And then... Eric's there too, the other sword member, and he goes, <laughs> Yeah, and if we can't keep you out of prison, we'll just shoot you into space to do space stuff. Like, you could be a space <laughs> spider. Like, so cool. And then, the, like, they're pushing him towards his room, and he just goes, I, I don't want to be a space spider. <laughs> and then. Peter goes in his room and Ned's like, hey, hey, buddy, you want to you know, like build like the newest Star Wars Lego thing? And he's like, uh, not now. And he gives Ned a little product something. Hmm? Yeah, kind of like uh, the first Homecoming. You know, they yeah. had the Disney Star Wars thing. He's like, uh, not now. And he gives Ned something. He's like, I'm pretty much stuck here. So I want you to have these uh, before you leave. And Ned sees what it is. And they do their like special handshake. And then uh, he says, can I talk to MJ? He says, sure, Peter. And gives him a hug. One that's a little too long. Like, just a little. It's kind of funny. Like, you just see it, like, digging. It's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, okay, Ned, I'll see you tomorrow, I hope. And Ned leaves, and Peter sits down to MJ on the bed, and he goes, "Um, I'm sorry. I know this sucks. It was a really bad first date uh do you want to like watch a movie or something and she gets up and she starts pacing she's more visibly awkward than we've seen her before like and she stumbles through telling him that like this is really weird for her she's only known him kind of known him and they've only kissed once and to be honest she has no way of knowing what they're saying about him isn't true there's a there's a great deleted scene if you didn't see it from Homecoming, where they're going to Washington and she points at the Triskelion and says, "That's where Captain America dropped three helicarriers for no reason." And they said something like, "I think he was saving the world," and she just goes, "That's what you, they want you to think." Yeah. So she's like, kind of suspicious of superheroes. She, just, she can buy into conspiracy theories and stuff. She buys into them a little bit, you know, she she did the uh, She listens to the Joe Rogan podcast she kind of gets it a little bit. She, she told them to have a VPN on their phone. Um, yeah. 
So she's a little sticky thing over the camera. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, there's nothing Peter can really say to convince her otherwise. Right. At this point. So she leaves and he doesn't know if he like what's going on with them, if there is anything going on with them. And he collapses face down on his bed. And he flips over. His eyes are closed. He starts like pulling his hair a little bit. He's about to cry from frustration because it's just another thing. Like he's getting a beating every step of the way. And then he just hears someone say, "Sorry about the fight." And he pops up, and it wasn't the voice of anyone who was at Aunt May's, and he can't see anyone in his room. And he hears up here, and Peter looks up, and the tall kid that punched him is on the ceiling. Okay. And he says, hi. And (laughs) and M.A. calls from outside the room, and like... Like, stuck on the ceiling like this, or like, how's he on the ceiling? He's like this. Like, is he on the ceiling, and his head is turned around like a fucking... Or is he like like this? We're making a Marvel movie, not Exorcist Seven. Well, I'm saying, how <laughs> no. is he on this? What? Yeah. You'll you'll get. I don't get... know who this is yet, so I'm. Yeah. Gonna... You'll find out in like literally a second. So uh, Aunt May calls from outside the room, and Peter is kind of panicky, uh, like when Ned first caught him on the ceiling. So he pops his head out of the room, and this is all rapid fire dialogue. He's like, "Yeah, May, I have to go to work. Are you going to be a?" Okay, alone? Yeah, May. Where's MJ? Are you going to finish the date later? Um, I don't think she wants to date me. What? Why? I don't know. Do you know? Do you want to talk about it? No, I'm kind of busy at me. No Spider-Man stuff. No, I just got an email with my homework. Uh, okay. Please just stay inside. I'll be back late. Okay, love you, May. And he turn, closes the door and turns to the kid who's then jumps down from the ceiling. He's like, who are you? Why are you in the ho- my house? And he says, I'm Miles. Like the other Spider-Man? Okay. I need you to teach me to be Spider-Man. Whoa. To which Peter says, I told you I'm not Spider-Man. You're (laughs) Spider-Man. And then Miles just goes, dude. And they both look at Peter's iron spider suit, which is the corner of the room. Okay. Then the regular spider suit hanging in the closet. Uh-huh. And then Peter just goes, and my aunt just said no Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Miles goes, I'm sorry about hitting you and your friend and your girlfriend. <laughs> and Peter just goes, she's not my, like, yeah, my bad. I, I saw that from the ceiling. He's, dude, like, I'm sorry. I just... I lived for five years without a Spider-Man and then I got these powers and I was super scared and I didn't know who to go to and then you got outed and I don't know. I know you could teach me and I don't want to see a world without Spider-Man again. If that means I could like be Spider-Man somewhere while you're somewhere else to clear your name, I'll do it. I'm just bad at being Spider-Man right now. And here's another detail. He's played by Jaden Smith. Okay. Who I looked it up. He's only like two years older than uh, Tom Holland. I could see that. I could see that. Um, I could see him as a Spider-Man. He's got the... He's got the I can see him as a Spider-Man. Yeah. All right. So these next things 
Uh, I'm not 100% sure on what order the next things go, so it's up to people's imagination if it seems a little out of order, but this is what happens next. Peter tells Miles to leave. Miles leaves his number. Uh, MJ and Ned go to school. MJ gets made fun of a little more than Ned for being friends with Spider-Man, and Ned tries to brush it off, but MJ takes it hard. Like, Betty Brandt takes a shot at MJ. Uh, and proclaims that she's going to work for the Daily Bugle.net, where they report real news. That's what Betty yeah. says. And Ned's kind of flabbergasted and defends Peter. He He's not Spider-Man. And if he was, he wouldn't be some crazy terrorist. And Betty turns to MJ. Whatever the truth is, we'll find it. You should, you should join us, MJ. Like, at Daily Bugle. Yeah. Um... And then we see Peter's having cabin fever. He's watching Star Wars Episode Nine, or whatever the Star Wars movie is at that point, um, on the ceiling, hanging from like a uh, web hammock. Uh, yeah. And then he watches more conspiracy theories about him on the Daily Bugle. Uh, you see Ned and MJ having matching dinners with their respective families. MJ's parents discourage her to visit or encourage her to visit Peter, but she resists. Ned begs to hang out with Peter, but his parents deny him. Yeah, that's a good juxtaposition. Uh, Peter watches Flash live streaming, talking about how Flash and Spider-Man used to be best friends until he saw the footage. Yeah. Idris Elba works with the Tinkerer, and William Ginter Riva, the bald guy from Iron Man 1 who helped Mysterio, Mm -hmm. he's using both of them to build suits with a mix of Wakandan technology and other technologies. Uh, you see, like, Wakandan spears and other things in the area. Uh, by the way, there are two details of the story that are... Uh, that little nuggets that I got from one channel called uh, so New, what, new Rockstars. What's the, what's the, wait. What's the Wakandan what's element? Sorry, wait, I just got to give credit. I got one little detail, which I'll say later, from New Rockstars, and one little detail from Nando V Movies. Um, but they're spoilers now. I just want to give him credit. The it, He's he's just from Wakanda. So, you know, some of the stuff that he's using is kind of vibranium, but not as advanced. So they're working on something, and Idris Elba tells them, there, fabricate that, get it to Alexi. This will help with the pain. The guy who played Scorpion in Homecoming enters. Idris Elba comments on his tattoo. You like scorpions? I think I have something perfect for you. And the tinker asks Idris, do you like octopi? And he says yes. Okay, so there's your doc Ock. And uh, then the mayor... Okay, <laughs> the mayor announces on Jay Jonas's website that she has pardoned several wrongfully incarcerated citizens. That she uh-huh. has proof were set up by Spider-Man, and Peter's okay. watching that. Uh, he goes to the deli with Aunt May, and Mister Delmar, the guy who owns the deli, says that terrorists aren't welcome in his shop, so he kicks him out. Uh, and then you see the Tinker and William Ginter Riva help a guy, Alexi, fit into what looks like a gray scuba suit. Um, did you see Prison Break? No. All right, let me see. Is it the guy from uh, uh, the, uh, 
the Marvel one, the DC Legends of Tomorrow, is that who you're thinking of? No. The guy from Prison Break? No. The guy from Legends of Tomorrow, DC Legends of Tomorrow, he's from mm. Prison Break. Yeah, they were both from Prison Break, but not that guy. I'm thinking about a guy who played the character Sucre on Prison Break. Amari Nolasco. This guy. Okay. He's going to play Alexi, who some will recognize as Rhino. Okay. From the comics. And he was the one who was burned in the second Battle of New York. Yeah. So they're putting him in a gray suit that relieves the pain. And you can see it relieve it almost immediately. Idris Elba's character and Mayor Thompson gather the team together. Uh, J. Jonah wants to join in, but the mayor pushes him out. She says, or he says, I made this possible. And she says, yes. And to maintain the integrity of your news empire... We need to portray a certain distance so people don't get the wrong idea about our interests. Yeah. We don't want the conspiracy nuts to get the wrong idea. Yeah. And J. Jonah does not get the irony in that at all when she says it. But he agrees and he's kind of miffed. But uh, he looks at a design on Ildris Elba's uh, folders and stuff and he says, uh, uh, that design, that should be green. And Idris takes note, and it's the scorpion suit. Like, he just said yeah. it just to gain a little bit of respect back, but he he takes note. And Idris Elba and Mayor Thompson gather the team around a table. Scorpion leans to Vulture, and he goes, I guess we all know who he is now. Uh, going back to their conversation at the end of Homecoming, Vulture looks at Idris and says, uh, not everyone's here. And, like, some people are confused by what he means by this, but it just understands. He's like, everyone is where they need to be. And the mayor interrupts. Okay, let's get to business. We have a plan. And then we cut to Black Cat. Black Catting her way into a hideout. And we see the mob family from Far From Home's deleted scene. It's technically still canon because they did, like, a, sh a short film on the DVD. But you saw it in the trailers. He took down this whole mob family in a restaurant. And she, like, black cats her way down and goes, Hey, boys, how would you like to have a little reunion with a friend of yours? A friendly neighborhood insect? And then we cut to Aunt May's video chatting with Happy. And they're both kind of emotional. They're happy to talk to each other. And Peter goes and says, I'm going to go do some laundry. And he goes down to do laundry, and Dimitri and Eric escort him down. And then an older tenant sticks his head out as Peter passes. He says, yo, it's cool what you're doing. Stick it to the man. Drain the swamp. And he just goes, I'm, I'm, I'm not Spider-Man, Mr. Charlie. And I'm not even sure Spider-Man's a villain, you know? He seems like a nice guy, a uh, uh, man. Whatever you need to say, Spider-Man, I'll keep your secret. And then they, as they walk away, Eric says, look, people even like you even if they think you're a terrorist. I mean, that's not the worst case, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> just the worst at comforting Peter. Um, and then Peter goes to the basement. They all, they all try to fit in the laundry room, but it's like a one-person area. There's no room. 
And so they go outside to wait. And Peter's still watching on his phone. He sees a news report about rising crime, a side effect of Spider-Man having disappeared. And his disappearance only reinforces people's belief that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Like the fact that he they haven't seen him around since the allegations. Yeah. Uh, and it's been months. Um, but Peter exits the video and makes a video call. And we see Happy's conversation with May. And he says, uh, oh, wait, I have to go. I'm getting a call from Peter. And they both get like a, that's weird kind of thing. And then uh, Happy answers. And he's like, I'm kind of on an important call. And he's like, yeah, with my, with my aunt. I know. I need a favor. And you see May coming down the stairs. And the older tenant tries to congratulate him. He's like, Spider-Man, sticking it to the man. And she's like, okay, Mr. Charlie, thank you. He's not Spider-Man. <laughs> and she goes down, and she shoves her way into the laundry room. And even with the just them two, it's very tight. And again, it's very rapid, uh, rapid fire. But it starts with like, okay, bye, thanks. And he shoves his phone in his pocket in a hurry. And uh, May goes, what are you up to, Peter? What? Me? Nothing. Ned, uh, Ned called. I know you were talking to Happy. Yeah, that was a bad lie. I know. So now we're lying to each other? You're lying to me again? I When did I lie? You didn't tell me when you were first Spider-Man. Yeah, well, okay. I, I never technically lied to you, and now you're lying to me about being Spider-Man again? I just never told you I was Spider-Man, and we agreed you wouldn't be Spider-Man now, and I haven't lied to you about being Spider-Man yet. You need to keep a low profile. Keeping a low profile isn't convincing anybody I'm not Spider-Man. And I don't want to lose you like, I know, I'm sorry. Things die down and they have a somber beat. They, they're clearly thinking about Uncle Ben. Um, and then Peter says, I think I have a way to solve this, to solve everything. Then there's another beat and... We cut up to outside with Dimitri and Eric. And Eric asks Dimitri, do you wear deodorant? And Dimitri just gives him a look. Eric goes, I don't wear deodorant. And we cut back in and it's in the laundry room. And May goes, they're not going to let you do that. They're not going to let you out of their sight. Peter cues her to look down and his foot is just absentmindedly lifting like a really heavy sewer grate, <laughs> like it's a paper plate. Okay. And he gives her like a, hmm? and out in the hallway, May comes out and addresses the two sword agents. And she says, uh, would Peter be able to go somewhere without either of you? And Eric responds, he's like, yeah, as long as he's safe. And Demetri gives her like, no, 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 that's not possible. Um, and then I got to fly by the seat of my pants for the rest of this, but she goes back up. She's like, okay, good to know. And then they both kind of like look at the door and they go in and they look and Peter's not there. They look down as they open great. We see Peter in the sewers, like running away really fast. And he meets happy in a, uh, is it pots company? now or is it in, in like a stark industries warehouse and happy's there and he's like this is a big favor kid like be careful and miles shows up and he talks to miles and he's going to train miles but he wants to know why miles is doing this and miles talks about how 
his parents were blipped away. And the only person he had was his uncle. So for those five years, he was with his uncle, and his uncle did some stuff. We're alluding to his uncle being the Prowler. Oh, yeah. Hey, your video went away. Are you still there? I'm there. I was just getting a call. It's fine. Um, And, you know, there was no Spider-Man. There weren't a lot of heroes, and it was bleak. Uh, so he starts training him. Um, <clears throat> it's not going great. Uh, it's going all right. And he's, he's talking to him and he's like, and yeah, like, I'm sorry if you didn't, I just assumed you had a spider sense like I did. And you hear Peter go, uh, oh, that's a lot better than a Peter tingle. He's like, what's a Peter tingle? It's not, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and we find out that Miles is going into college. And he's just been accepted to this prestigious school that's just been built downtown in that building that's been they've been building from Avengers Tower, and it's a college for advanced students under the Baxter Building. So Miles is about to be a student in Reed Richards' uh, school. Yeah, it's kind of like an incubator. Um, okay. Sorry. No worries. It's past four. I might need to go in a minute. Okay. I'll try to wrap this up in like under 55 minutes. <laughs> no, like five. <laughs> I'll try. All right. I'll go fast. So they do training. Um, it's not going well. Uh, you see, and then he also sees like a, a report of J. Jonah Jameson welcoming their newest correspondents, Betty, Brant, and MJ. He's, like, confused. He's, like, MJ's there. Uh, Holy shit. And, but then he sees a breaking news story about a, like, heist, a bank heist at a mall where Flash Thompson is. And he's, like, oh, dang. Um, I didn't think we'd have this opportunity so quick, but are you able to, like, kind of, go in and pretend to be Spider-Man. Like, I'll be in the wings if you need help. But, uh, so Miles tries to go, and he's not doing very well. Like, he shows up, and the people holding up the place are those mobsters that the Black Cat visited. And he's actually in Peter's normal spider suit, the one that, like, suctions. And we see a little mid-drift. I'm just kidding. No, we don't. Um... <laughs> But he he doesn't do very well, but then all the, like, it's not six, but, like, Scorpion, Vulture, uh, Black Cat, and Rhino come out because they've laid a trap to catch Spider-Man. Yeah. And Peter has to come in with the Iron Spider and save Miles. And the mayor's nearby, and she's like, I knew it. Now there's two of them. And... Flash was nearby and he sees his mother. He's like, Mother, what are you doing here? He's like, What are you doing here? It's a mall. Um, <laughs> like, you ha- I haven't seen you in weeks, Mother. And she's like, Go home. Um, and then uh, I'm forgetting a lot of things, but oh, oh. All right. So he saves him 
It's a failure. They're considering scrapping the team because the gig is up. And Scorpion goes off. And he he kind of like snaps because they could have. It was like a great fight and they were very close, but they could have gotten him. So he follows the live stream of Flash and goes to the school. Or he knows what school because of the live stream. So he goes to the school. MJ's there. Ned's there too. Uh, and MJ is starts like kind of confronting um, Flash like, hey, maybe you should like calm down with talking about this publicly. We're all trying to sort this out. And Scorpion shows up at the school. And he goes, like he's going to go get MJ and like take her hostage to draw Spider-Man out, except he doesn't. He goes and takes Flash because Flash has been saying how they were best friends. Okay. <laughs> so he gets him and he's like in the middle of the school and like people are like live streaming and like say call for Spider-Man and uh, he's very scared and he calls for Spider-Man like Peter was like alright that failed no uh, Miles you need to stay here and he goes to the school and he's he's not in a suit or anything he's like hey hey man like that's I, I'm not even really friends with this guy like you need to let him go like I'm not I'm not Spider-Man. And he's about to kill Flash. So you just see... uh, I forget the the sequence of events, but essentially he goes and webs up Scorpion's mouth. And like he reveals without any costume in full... Like everyone knows it's him. Everyone's live streaming. He reveals that he's Spider-Man and he saves Flash. And yeah. webs up Scorpion and gets him arrested and um, goes home. He has to stay in hiding now uh, with the sword agents because everyone knows he's Spider-Man now for sure. It goes crazy. It goes to another level. Um, but all right. So then the next thing that happens is that they take Scorpion's like drugged. And taken and like dumped into a uh, the sewers, and you just see Ilgis Alba come out, and he's like, "This is very disappointing. Uh, you are under strict instructions." And Idris Alba has kind of like prototype Doctor Octopus ar- uh, arms, and he hunts him down. He drugged him and put him in his scorpion suit to give him a chance. Yeah. And he has trouble with the arms because they're still prototypes, but he hunts him down and he kills him. Kills scorpion? Kills scorpion. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, these are problematic. Uh, I, I, like, I prefer spears or whatever. And he puts it away. And he goes and finds Peter. And talks to him, even though he's in hiding. Uh, I think they're packing up in his room, and the sword agents are going to take him away. And he goes, and he's like, "I respect that you're Spider-Man, and I don't, I don't want to have you arrested." Like he, they kind of have a uh, heat moment, like between Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, where they kind of have like a mutual respect. Um, and then he leaves, and Peter's taken away, and. 
Ned has the gift that he gave Ned. I forgot this. Were the um, glasses from Far From Home? Yeah, uh, Edith. They can't have any uh, drones because he executed all the drones. Yeah. But he can hack stuff. So Ned's been trying to be the guy at the chair and figure out what's going on, what the real conspiracy is, where these people are coming from. Um, and it leads him to the J. Jonah Jameson office. And MJ's kind of been doing the same thing. She's been like behind the scenes sneaking around looking through files. And they actually run into each other at the uh, dailybugle.net offices and they're like oh shit like there is something this is a conspiracy they're trying to take him down like what's going on and Betty catches them and she's about to report them Uh, but Ned kind of turns on the charm a little bit he's like please sweeten them or whatever like please trust me as former boyfriend and girlfriend Uh, and she lets them go and then since they can't find Peter um, and Peter's essentially benched Miles uh, they actually do take May into custody and Peter then snaps and he's like he tells Miles no you're not gonna come help me oh oh they go to take her into custody and Happy doesn't protect her? Why wouldn't Happy? I think Happy does. I'm trying to remember where the scene is, but essentially they go to kidnap her. They kind of go rogue with Idris Elba and uh, Mayor Thompson's uh, permission. Kind of Mayor Thompson's permission. They kind of go rogue, but like the governor is clearly like, no, you need to shut this down. Oh, yeah. The governor says you need to shut down this project, this whole team. She doesn't listen. They go rogue. They go to kidnap uh, Aunt May. Happy's there. He's gone home. He And he goes to Aunt May or Peter? I think it's with Aunt May, but it may be with Peter. But essentially, Happy goes to defend them, and Happy dies. Okay. Happy sacrifices himself trying to save, I think, Aunt May. Maybe Peter. Let's go with Aunt May for this one. Um, he dies. And it's a real down point. And they have May. And Peter's snapped. He tells Miles. I don't know if I'm going to stick with this. I just came up with it, but it feels like Batman v Superman. <laughs> he tells Miles to get Aunt May. Um, no, he doesn't. He he just goes to New York. He finally goes to New York to stand his ground. And this is where the title comes in. The title is Spider-Man Homestand. And if I'm remembering correctly, Homestand is when you are like playing multiple games on your field. Yeah. Um, home field? I think so. Home field. Like the home field advantage. Yeah, kind of. So he goes to New York and calls them out and tells them to come after him. And we get different things. Oh, we had a quick aside of where, like, Vulture was trying to get Black Cat to quit. Um, But they all come, and he's fighting them, and he's doing a great job. And But at one point, Black Cat falls, and Vulture 
just qu- like quits what he's doing. He could have like gotten Peter, but he goes to dive to get her, and like he's like, "We, you need to quit now." And he rips off her mask, and it's his daughter. Okay. His daughter. Maybe he blipped away for five years, but his yeah. daughter wanted revenge on Peter. She did not blip. She's older yeah. now, and they they leave, and he's. Now fighting Rhino. Rhino? Rhino, yeah. And Rhino almost gets him. Like, he's tired. There's This has been a long fight, but I'm just cutting it down. Uh, like, with maybe, like, a speeding train or some some. So cool. is this Rhino and Doc Ock, or is Doc Ock for the next one? Uh, Idris Elba hasn't been fighting in this one. Okay. In this fight. So that was his Doc Ock teaser to leave off after he kills off Scorpion, and it's just... Peter versus Rhino now. It's not done yet, but it is Peter Peter versus Rhino now. And maybe there were some like extra henchmen that added some more dynamics. But um Rhino's about to kill Peter and he's he's beefed up. It's not just that uh gray suit, but you see like these black kind of nanobots go on his suit and it just disassembles it bit by bit out of nowhere uh, kind of like the Iron Spider suit um, by the way I think P- Peter's been using the Iron Spider suit and those same nanobites go over him and it's it's Wakandan so Idris Elba's character comes over and he disables Rhino's suit and Spider-Man's Iron Spider suit okay. and he says I'm sorry Alexi but he's mine Oh, this is the the character that was the director's favorite. And he says, uh, I never introduced myself properly. My name is Craven. Idris Elba is Craven. Okay. And someone else gave the idea of Sorry. I just keep getting I gotta go in like like two minutes. Alright, this is this is this is the end. And he said he's Craven and someone gave the idea of Craven being from Wakanda. I forget who. My name is Craven, and I'm here to hunt you. And he drives okay. Spider-Man into the sewers. Spider-Man still has his web shooters, I think. Maybe yeah. not, but he's hunting him in the sewers all alone. And then Miles shows up, and Miles helps. But there's still not a match. Like It's really tight. It's like the end of, uh, of Spider-Verse, where it's really neck and neck, and it's hard but they're getting but he almost dies miles almost dies they save each other they start being very simpatico and it really works out and you kind of see miles getting into his own and maybe he's done the black spray paint on the suit i don't know um or maybe it's just everything except the mask like it's he's got the hoodie and everything um but they really get to it and oh oh the other thing that Ned and MJ found were more suits and more prototypes and more plans and evidence of corruption. So they took things. They took stuff like uh, the suit. And if you know anything, Ned Leeds' character was Hobgoblin. And they take a glider. And, or the, the okay. arms and the glider. And yeah. so Miles and Peter beat Doc or not Doc uh, Craven and they almost beat him completely but he's like getting back up and he's beaten but he's like 
And then he takes a spear to stab himself. Because in the comics, he actually killed himself after he won. But he's he kind of feels like he's won. Yeah, he actually beats them enough. He feels like he won. But they're ready to still fight. He's about to kill himself. And then uh, you just see Ned come out very awkwardly with the glider and like hit him. And then you see MJ come out with the Doc Ock arms and like wrap around him. And they've got him. And they arrest him. And they've won the day. And you see, then it all wraps up with this uh, with this kind of montage clip thing of them, him outside the courthouse about to be charged for being Spider-Man and like his crimes and murdering Mysterio. And then you see them at a funeral for Happy. And then you see MJ and Ned up, uh, confronting Mayor Thompson, who it's just been announced she's divorcing her husband and she's taking back her original name, which is Osborne. She's Norma, Norma Osborne. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> that was the new rock stars idea that I took. Right. Um, okay. And then they like blackmail her into like saying he's innocent. So you see her making a statement that he's innocent before he goes in the courthouse. And then the last thing is him with Aunt May going away from the happy funeral and going to another gravestone and it being Uncle Ben. Yeah. And them talking about that. And actually, I forgot one more thing. Because uh, Miles is half Hispanic, he has friends who celebrate Dia de los Muertos. And he was inviting Peter out. So the last things you see are them talking at the gravestone and their friends embracing him outside of the courthouse before he goes in. The announcement that uh, she has found out that someone framed Spider-Man and then him uh, with Miles, with all his friends at Dia de los Muertos. And you're uncertain what order this is. So it's kind of ambiguous if it gets off or not. But you see him putting up a picture of Happy and then a picture of Uncle Ben for Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. And Uncle Ben is Kevin Feige. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) And then other things like we get to see Miles' parents who are Michelle Rodriguez and Terry Crews. So they could have a Miles live action movie in Sony if they want. Um, And there were some other parents that I had thought of, but I can't remember them off the top of my head. And then the post credit scene is showing Eric. Oh, oh, oh. So when they went to kidnap Aunt May, Dimitri and Eric were there. But Craven approached Dimitri and he's like, brother, they were adopted brothers. Because in the comics, Craven and Dimitri are brothers. Yeah. And Dimitri turns on Eric and like zaps him and lets them go by. And I think Dimitri may be in the third act as Chameleon. Maybe not. That might be for a Sinister Six movie. And then yeah. the post credits scene is Eric being demoted. And Nando V Movies did this cool thing where they made Eric O'Grady, who was another Ant-Man. They pitch Ant-Man 3, which is Ant-Man and the Wasp and Ant-Man. And Eric O'Grady is the irredeemable Ant-Man. 
So they need to change something, but in his pitch, basically, Eric is in a Triskelion during Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and he goes and gets an Ant-Man suit and runs away, and just, like, is a bum stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the third Ant-Man. So there's all this stuff that sneakily ties in, and it's got Stifler as that guy, and it sets up the Miles story. You can have that with his parents. Michelle Rodriguez is such a badass, and she's the actual ethnicity that Miles is. Um, At any point, if uh, Stifler can talk about uh, her, and it's just like, what a milf, she says a little... There's a little thrown in joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I gotta go, man. All right. That, that's sick. Have you sent that to anybody? No. Send it. I'll send Marvel. it. Send it to Sony. <laughs> that, those are some really good stuff. That, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I'll put that on Reddit. It kind of ties in all the loose ends. And, and I like, this is all natural. I didn't, like, say I want to do this and do multiple villains and stuff. But it yeah. sets up the Sinister Six, it sets up Miles, uh, it sets put up... Put it on Ant- Reddit. I will put it on Reddit. That's where I would put it. Put it on Reddit. That's going to get a shit ton of mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a video essay out of this too, of this pitch. Right. But well, yeah. That's awesome. That's my Spider-Man homestand. That would be cool. <laughs> make it happen, Cam. I will. Thank you for okay. taking the time, dude. Uh, yeah, bro. Everybody follow Chance at Chance the Closer anywhere. ChanceTheCloser.com at ChanceTheCloser. Look uh, me up on Google. Oh, and one more thing. You said, uh, what was your website for the Doctor Strange? Oh, Multiverse of Madness. So when I, so when I saw that, uh, I'm saying this here because uh, Bob Chipman, Movie Bob, already did it. But as soon as they said that Wanda was going to be in Doctor Strange, I figured out, like, the one person that didn't come back that was 100% Doctor Strange's fault for giving up the time, the Soul Stone was Vision. So I was yeah. like, oh, shit. They're going to do a House of M, like, kind of weird shit for WandaVision. It's, it's all going to melt and she's going to go crazy and then she's going to cause the, the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. She's going to yeah. be like the big bad and she's going to be like, multiverse. And then <laughs> Bo- Baron... Zordo or ah, whoever uh, the guy who said no more sorcerers he's going to come in Baron Mordo uh, and he's going to be like the small bad and she's just going to be like (laughs) (laughs) she's going to hunt him but yeah cool beans (laughs) thanks for taking the time yeah dude Uh, anytime next time you got one if you want to hit me up let me know I'll let you know what I should be I should be doing these every Monday around this time. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Peace. Peace. Get some internet <laughs> out in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. If you want to follow Movies Are Dope, go to linktree, linktr.ee forward slash movies are dope and go to the social media of your choice, Anchor, also, anchor.fm or anywhere, if you can leave a, a review or a thumbs up, that would be totally cool. Thank you. See you in the next one.